You look great to no one's surprise. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I hope it wasn't uh, a long trek to get here. I don't know where you live. No, it wasn't. I live in Encino, so it was just right over the hill. Are you sure you want to reveal that? Well, I just did, so. <laughs> no. No, people are people know where everybody lives. Of course they do. People know where you live, I'm sure. Uh, well, let's not advertise it. <laughs> let's not make the situation worse. I know where worse. you live. Yeah, now you do. <laughs> uh, Am I the first person I'm, on the show to, to request champagne? Yes. I thought so. I was like, should I really do this? No. If that's what you drink, I'm all for everybody doing what they want to do. Well, it was either this or a dirty martini, and that might that was just too too intense for podcast. <laughs> I haven't done enough of these to be, you know, I don't want to let my armor There's down. There's no so other <laughs> ones like this, so you yeah. have you're not going to do other ones like this because we set it up purposely to get you wasted. <laughs> no, I think that's a great uh, idea. Honestly, do you want? No, you don't smoke pot. You're like I an do. athlete. I'm not an athlete, actually. Athletes smoke pot. They do. Especially football players. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it helps with the pain. It helps a lot with the pain. Everybody has their own... um, Of losing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Forget the knees. (laughs) Yeah, No, I know. I get it, though. They they say it's like every week it's like getting hit by a car. But my boyfriend actually doesn't smoke weed. So I don't know. We both don't really, but... Right. Your boyfriend is... Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a good one. At least you got... I mean, you're you're a, a true... Uh, influencer who's uh, inf- <laughs> among the most influential influencer influencing this country, and I'm thank you. I'm, I'm, I have that and I down. want <laughs> I want you to influence me. Tonight. <laughs> I need I need influencing. I'm a person who's been, please. I can't have thoughts of my own. I need influencing. Can well, you? Can what you do you influ- need help with? Beauty? Oh, everything. Makeup, just influence what to buy me. Gift guide. <laughs> Amazon purchases. Just influence me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a uh, seance with me. Just like, no. It's all in the energy behind like TikTok or influencers okay. or whatever. But I will say, I think I could, I think I'm a good salesperson. Maybe that leads into it. But I agree. You do have to have like, you do have to have thick skin, but you would have to have thick skin too. But you literally just don't I, read I anything. Do not, you, no. Oh, right. Well, obviously there are sometimes I can't help it if it's like a, a story in the New York Times. <laughs> it's a, it's about me, uh, usually negative, uh, then, you know, I have to see what's going on. But, like, do I week for week to week? No. What I mean, about day to day? Of course not. No, I mean, look, there are, there's, like, people who write negative. It's <laughs> one place. Can't, I never remember this guy's name, uh, which is probably why he hates me. But, like, he writes, I think it's the Daily Beast. It's one of those... Oh, uh, maybe it's uh, what's the other one that's like uh, like the Daily Beast? The Daily big... Mail. No, no, that, <laughs> that's a newspaper. That's a uh, the no, the Daily Beast and not Slate, but no, a website like that, BuzzFeed. One of those. One of those. And yeah, some, I know someplace. You... Okay, so and they write a shit review sometimes before the show has even ended. Now, for years we were on uh, uh, live. Uh, it's only since the pandemic that we went to like pre-tape like most other shows do in the afternoon. So on Friday night when the show aired, it was live live. So <laughs> you can tell if he's putting out an article before the show has ended, like talking about something that hasn't happened yet. That's some real hate. That is. But why would I give a shit about some guy living in his mother's basement, like typing I, about That's me? True. It's like you're typing about me. Well, I'm not even knowing about you. And so, but yes, I don't have a thick skin. Actually, if I, if I hear it, we're all human. 
Like if somebody just says, you know, I watched this, I remember reading a review, it was like, uh, I couldn't really pay attention to the jokes because his head is so big. (laughs) (laughs) He meant like literally, you know, like. (laughs) You're like, I can't, this is rude. Who wants to? Who would say that to someone? uh, Imagine like. Think about it. I remembered it all those years. Yeah. We're all sensitive. Super sensitive. That's true. And the biggest sensitive people are the ones who pretend, you know, the the classic big strong man who like say the least little thing and he becomes a fucking little pussy. Yep, you're right. Yeah, it's so true. Oh my god. Well, I watch a lot of Dateline. I'm not proud of that, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> why Dateline's not the worst? Well, it's not the worst, but it's like, all right, like you know, I could I could well, be watching other things. But anyway, sometimes I watch it's Dateline. Better than Milf Manor. That's true. <laughs> that did cross my desk, and I didn't watch it. But with Dateline, a lot of the people who end up being these murderers they grew up being bullied so it's like or they were bullied and then they ended up being the bully in a larger sense but interesting right yeah it is interesting so maybe those people that are in their mother's basement are the people that were bullied or the other way around but uh, yeah it's a weird cycle they needed to be influenced they needed to be influenced <laughs> they See, needed to be influenced so influence like should I have had more influence on this shirt? <laughs> this is this, uh, uh, was no. this shirt should have been. It looks uh, like a cashmere blend. I approve. I think it looks uh, nice. Okay. It really does look like a nice, maybe wool cashmere <laughs> cashmere blend. Warm. Oh, that looks like Brad Pitt's line. Is that his line? <laughs> Brad Pitt has a line of shirts. Yeah, he has like some like cashmere. Seriously? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but. Um, Brad Pitt makes shirts. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. I think he does. He has, I did he has not like know a, that. I know he was an art, you know, a, a a sculptor. He has exhibitions and in stuff. In the he's, wine, I guess. I, I don't know. know. See, uh, he's an influencer. He is an well, influencer. Well, he, he's pushing. Oh, for, for sure. He's influencing people. I mean, movie stars like that, um, especially ones like him who become iconic, especially ones who kind of deserve it, like him. Um, they they were always influencers. I mean, before yeah. we had the word. I agree. Now it's just, you know, more like, you know, I think younger people, the, the, they don't look up to movies. They, they don't know movie stars because there aren't a lot of stars. It's more the movie is the star. It's, it's Spider-Man. You can have 10 different Spider-Mans. Yeah. You know, it's not the star. It's the concept. It's yeah. The, it's the cartoon, whatever they're, not cartoons, but, you know, comic <laughs> book, uh, to me, cartoons and comic books is the same thing. But it's like, that's what all the big movies are. Yeah. You know, no, what? You, you should be in one of those movies. Maybe you can make a phone call for me. I bet I, you know I, somebody. I who knows can't, somebody. no. <laughs> I'm uh, not in the, no, I can't. Somebody sitting here in Club Random, I mean, probably. I know the people who, who uh, run those things, but <laughs> they would not take it. Pick, you know, there would be no reason for me to. You, maybe one day I might need a, need a phone but call. But I don't know why they haven't thought of it, because, like, you're an actress. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's not, I mean, maybe you haven't done a uh, long day's journey into night, but, you know, these are fucking comic book movies. You're yeah. perfect for it. Thank you. Yeah, you, well, think, you. You certainly can act well enough to be in that fucking movie. <laughs> and you look like you'd be a great, you know, yeah, either well, we'll see. S- hero. When I'm know. out there on the stage, I will, I'll thank you in my acceptance speech when I'm. When I finally made it. You will not get a, a, an award for being in one of those movies. You never know. <laughs> that, those see, movies That's not... a good point, which is exactly why I should be a shoe in but it hasn't happened yet for me. 
Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Whoa. You know, the other thing about influencer, though, this day and age is the guy in his mother's basement can be an influencer. You can be somebody, you can be an 18 year old, you can be a 15 year old on oh, TikTok with absolutely. 4 million followers with huge influence. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's, there's, there's ones changed. that, I mean, what are you, 30? Oh yeah, exactly. Okay. There's people, even you are, don't really know their world because. Oh, I don't. No. Right, because they're literally 12 to 14. I know. So, I mean, what does they have to cover with you, let alone me? I know. <laughs> 67. I mean, right. it's like, it's crazy how, like, you know, not united this country is as far as having any common thing that we're experiencing, I which know. is not good. That can be isolating when you think, when you put it that way, I mean, it does, it does kind of feel, yeah, there's not a lot of, it's not very open, but what do you expect a 12 year old to have in common with anybody other than their peers in sixth grade? That's a good point. But I mean, whatever you're doing at 30, I mean, you could not be more pristine looking. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I know 30 is an age that sometimes women go nutty about. Yeah, I can right? see why. It's something about like men, I think it's 40. I totally agree with you. Because yes. men are more like, you know, I've got to climb Macho Mountain and like yeah. become the head of I still have it. <laughs> CEO, you know, and then they yeah. look around at 40 and it's like, oh, I'm just still here in middle management or whatever. And I'm at the end of the bar and I'm divorced. And it's like yeah. they have the midlife crisis. Because, But women, I think it's more 30 because it's like, oh, my God, I'm not like the youngest thing. Right. And I always want to say to them, boy, move to L.A. because this is like MILF Central. Like, guys, yeah. <laughs> they like I honestly agree. 30 is you're, you're just getting started. Yeah, I, I agree. I think also times are changing because there is a lot of really interest. I mean, you know, women have filler, Botox, X, Y, Z. Like, men don't necessarily no, keep up John. with. No, and I won't, but you know Ever. what I mean. Ever. Oh, you see, but yeah, I get it. But, you know, no, I agree. You have to. It has to be natural, blah, blah, blah. But women in L.A., you do also have to understand that there's a lot of that going on. There, oh, of course I do. But it's some not, look good, some don't. But it's not good. Yeah, some look good, some don't. I agree. Yeah, you, you've got to you've got to be careful about it. But I think it's funny when people try to act like it's, they haven't done anything. You know, don't you should do be open it. About look, it. Look at how the European actresses who were the hotties, the real, I mean, uh, Catherine Deneuve, Deneuve. Do you know who that is? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, you were, I don't know. I mean, I was a kid when she was, okay, I mean, she yeah. was this hot French actress who like. Chain smoke cigarettes, maybe? Maybe uh, not. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to imagine yeah. a French woman. Oh, Catherine Deneuve. She, I mean, she must have done movies here in America because she was very famous. Mm. Um, and in just a smoke show. Gina Lola Brigida just died. Mm -hmm. She was this, this, that was one of the, the first uh, <laughs> ladies yeah. of the screen when I was like 12 that I found to be uh, masturbation material for sure. Gina Lola Brigida was very hot. Um, <gasps> she was Italian, me. you know, Sophia Loren, of course. Yeah, of course. These, they all, none, they didn't do the, right. none of them yeah. do the, the, the. I know, yeah. The, and they look fine. They look like as good as you can. No one, as I think Fran Liebwood was the one who said it, like no one looks at someone who's had plastic surgery and is 70 and goes, who's that 35-year-old person? <laughs> that is so true. That is true. But you can't say like, so, wow, they look really good for 70. Or, you know. That's, look, 
that is as good as you can ever do. Good for your age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I think say, it's all you look relative. Good. I'm always like, yes, but the Chiron is for your age. <laughs> and that's as good as you can do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that is so, true. And, you know, and also, I always think women should hear this. Like, think about why you would be doing it. Don't just do it. Go, are you doing it because you're like, okay, I'm getting older and I want to be able to keep the pool of men who are interested in me as wide as possible and as big as it ever was. Yeah. So I will, and it's like, that's not going to do it. No, I actually. But other qualities that come with getting older, maybe you're going to do it even more. I feel like I don't, I, I could be wrong on this, but I, I listened to something. It's like burning my leg <laughs> now. Oh, good. Because I need it so <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, hot. Okay. It's cold. This it's is hot. Cold. I'm it so might sorry burn your, about oh. a hole in your leg. But oh, that's um, I think nice. it was Farrah Fawcett who said that she wanted to feel as, she wanted to look as good as she felt. And I think the more power to you, like, you know, but I think it's easy. You probably never dabbled into any sort of that aesthetic treatment. But I mean, <laughs> no. people, well, I don't know. Maybe you have. Wouldn't I, wouldn't I but, but, you know, it's not like I think people think, oh, I'm going to she's going to get Botox and she's going to change. It's like it's not necessarily that. It's really just like you're you're relaxing the muscles that are creating fine lines or whatever. But for girls, for women. OK, we're, t- we're talking about two different things. I mean, they're related. I was talking about the knife, you know, oh, like, like going under for like a facelift. Yeah. Yeah, no. Which, you know, as I always say, now you look old and weird. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. It's, some it's, people look fantastic, but you have to think about... Really? Well, I think so. And also, there's so many different reasons that people might need to go under the knife. It's not always just because they're doing it out of vanity. You never know. Oh, come on. Well, they're... Like I mean, what? A just, just deviated septum? That old excuse? It's, it's, no. I would say it's 99% vanity. I don't even know what the other 10, 1% well, would be. Well, there are people with deformities of sorts, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a different category. I, I, I will allow the deformities exception. Well. If we're talking about people with deformities, yes. Okay, fine. But, yeah. I mean, most, in Beverly Hills, I'm, I'm guessing the deformity section of the Okay, practice. yeah, Beverly Hills, <laughs> Is the, yes, I do, yeah. Yeah. Vanity, but also, I don't know, that doesn't bother me. If if somebody wants to do it, it's a shame if somebody ruins a beautiful canvas because they've taken it too far. Because that, to me, is some sort of mental illness. Don't you think? Well, you would, to me, that is exactly a description of what you would be doing. Oh, yeah, no, if no, no. You I'm, ever, not, if I'm not ever gonna got, You would be go destroying yeah. the canvas. Oh, know? well, thanks. Thank so, you. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah no, you I should. wouldn't. And good advice, too, because surgery, it's, I'm telling you. It's kind of scary to think about. I think, yeah. Oh, my God. I would be way too scared. But, you know, I mean, from a male point of view, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I know we're all fluid and gay now. <laughs> but I'm like very old school. I'm just a hetero, old school heterosexual. And I'm telling you, it, it, just on an aesthetic level, you're doing great. And, you, and, and that will continue for so many more years <laughs> that, Thanks. you know, Either they'll have something by then that works. They'll have something by then. They'll have a magic just, tape that just lifts everything. It, you never know. You know what I always I suggested this for years and no one's done it. I wish they had what I call the thin mask, which is when you're 35 years old, they take a, a um, <laughs> like a mold of your face. And then for the rest of your life, you wear that. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can be, you're always, you stop aging at eight, at the, you don't stop aging, but you, you're, you stop aging. Oh my aging. God, can you imagine? And it's called the thin mask. And it's just like, you know, people put it on before they leave the house. Kind of like makeup. It's like, exactly, except you it's... You just blow torch it onto your face like, with this thing, <laughs> with the heater. It just exactly. looks natural. Right. <laughs> Right. It's like it's a step above me. And, and you're always 35. And then can you imagine how wonderful it would be to be like have the wisdom of an 80 year old and still have the game of a 35 year old because you got yeah. the thin mask. And I do think that's what people are trying to achieve. But maybe your idea is the one that they need to look into. I, I really feel I like I think everyone in Beverly Hills is chasing that, though. <laughs> wouldn't you rather have that than chat GBT? You never know. Have you seen that shit? No, is it, it? Oh, well, yeah, the AI yeah. yeah. Thing that can like do anything. It's doing kids' homework and crazy. Um, Everything's kid, gonna. That's the future, which is scary. What do you think about that? I mean, I I was at dinner with someone a couple of weeks ago. I hadn't realized, heard, read about it, hadn't seen it in action. He said, gets out his phone. He said, um, not Siri, because it's not Siri. Siri's like in third grade compared to this thing. <laughs> he says, um, write a scene from the TV show Succession where Logan Roy hires Bill Maher to be on his network. And before he could finish talking almost, there it was. A scene no. like, yeah. I mean, it's if, you, if I was a writer, like on a, especially a soap opera, something where it's like pretty basic that... I mean, I think you could just. They, I, I saw That's someone scary. try to write, uh, have it write monologue jokes, and they weren't ones I would do, but they weren't like worse than stuff I've read in people trying to get a job on our show. Yeah. Oh I mean, God. I, I mean. That's so wild. Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. They say the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect different results. As a small business, the more successful you are with Google and your SEO marketing, the more expensive it becomes. That's because you're focusing on the same places as your competitors. Ask yourself, what are you doing this year that's different to market your business and to make it stand out, resulting in higher profits? Why not harness the power of audio marketing by partnering with shows like this to drive new business online or in person? The team at Radioactive Media can get you there the fastest. Radioactive Media has over 35 years of experience in the field of audio marketing. They've been doing it since there was audio or marketing. From companies that are just starting out like Phone Soap, Squatty Potty, Fresh Books, or well-established ones like Log Me In, Paycom, or Famous Smoke Shop. Think of them as matchmakers, not in the get you laid way, but in the make you money way. And you can't have the first without the second. The team finds you the right influencer from podcast or radio and then craft a great message to help customers understand your product. And then they use their analytics tools to get an ROI as high as five to one. It would be great if I only knew what the fuck SEO and ROI stand for. Radioactive Media believes so much in the power of audio marketing, they've even using it themselves. Right here, right now. Contact them today at RadioactiveMedia.com. That's RadioactiveMedia.com or by texting the word RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today and start killer marketing with audio now. Message and data rates may apply. Okay, plugs. <laughs> yes, why not? 
If you're watching this, you want to know what I'm doing, and it, these are very entertaining shows, these live shows. I mean, whew, entertaining. February 17th and 18th, I am at the David Copperfield Theater. I know that must be at the MGM, because that's where I'm moving this year, the MGM Grand. Very excited about that, Las Vegas, February 17th and 18th. And February 25th, the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento. Uh, I think it's outside of Sacramento, but I think that's the market. Anyway, uh, if you're from Sacramento proper, what I'm saying is you don't have a, an excuse. <laughs> it is drivable. It's California. Uh, you know, it's not going to be a snowstorm. Although, yeah, oh, the rain, I forgot. <laughs> if it's still raining, you're off the hook. Okay. Before we go any further with this, you're not going to, like, tell me you were the not attractive in high school. So you're <laughs> no. not going to give me that old model. No. Well, when I was younger, because, well, when I was younger, I went to an all-girls Catholic school and I was going to... What? Yeah. And I went to an all-girls Catholic school in Rhode Island, Rhode Island, which you have never been to, I understand. No, I've been there, but not in a while. Yeah, you don't need to go back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually really... I love it there. But um, yeah, I went to an all-girls Catholic school. I played the cello. Cello? Yeah. You chose that instrument? My parents did. My parents are both musicians, so we all, and I'm one oh. of five, so me and all of my siblings all. Like, what do you mean played. musicians? What do they do? My mom plays with the Boston Symphony and the Boston Pops. She plays the Whoa. viola. Yeah, she's really? really good. The Boston Pops? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's as high as you can get, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, she's really very talented. What does she play? The viola. Is that in a string quartet? Is yeah. that one of the ones mm -hmm. in the, oh, wow. It's like a violin, but. A little bit bigger. Uh, a little bigger. And the it's deeper. Uh, and then my dad played the trumpet. So that's where they, that's how they met. And so everybody in my family played instruments and stuff. So I don't know. I was definitely not sought after. But that, yeah, so. Really? Just, by men? By boys? Not, well, high school, I feel like I blossomed. In middle school, I was just very nerdy. Very nerdy. Very, uh... I wasn't like I wasn't the popular one. I wasn't the really hot one. No, not at all. Wow, what happened? <laughs> I think I just grew taller. Yeah, <laughs> I grew really tall when I was in like fifth grade. I was something. I, well, I was very. I was overweight when I was younger. So when I was Ooh. when I was younger, when I was like in elementary school and middle school, my parents would always have to sit me down and tell me it's time to go on a diet. And I was on the percentile. I was on the trajectory to be obese because I was just really, I just hadn't had my growth spurt. I think that's really what it came I down see to. Your, I see where all the sensitivity comes from. But why was it, as a kid, no, is that because you lived in the restaurant and you ate the scraps? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know. I think I was, I really couldn't tell you. I, I went to, okay, well, actually, really, if you really want to know the, the God's honest truth, because I've talked about it with my parents, because it is pretty unbelievable. I mean, I don't even talk about this publicly because nobody ever believes that I was actually overweight. They're like, I roll ball, blah, blah. but my parents were like very worried that I was going to be unhealthy. I was unhealthy. They were worried about the future. How old are we everything. talking about? Uh, like middle school in elementary school. But so here's what the is thing. that, 10? 12? It was, I was overweight from the time that I, and I don't mean like overweight. I was like, the doctor was like, this girl is still not losing weight. Like you need to, like, you need to whip her into shape. Like, Chubby. 
over, yeah, more than chubby. More than chubby. Yeah, more than chubby. And they would, so anyway, uh, so when I was in elementary school and middle school, so here's the thing, when I was in first grade, I'm the only one out of all five of my siblings I went to this school, every day was different fast food. So like Monday was McDonald's, Tuesday was Pizza Hut, Wednesday was Taco Bell, Thursday was KFC, Friday was another oh. like, you know, so the, five days a week. And I think that that's what kind of got me off to a bad start. Of course. Yeah. But anyway. Doesn't that tell you a lot about America and, and how much it really gives a shit about health? I know. So, well, yeah. But anyway. It, it, so much talk about, you know, especially with the pandemic and just do what we say here in the government. But you've demonstrated over and over again in the government that you really don't care about people's health. And it always is about the food companies or the pharmaceutical industries or, you know, where the money is. I mean, the money, I'm not saying this is they get in a room and like plot this out, but there's a lot of money in keeping people sick or just not healthy. As So many people in this country are just not healthy. And then selling them the cure for that, yeah. which is you know, all the right. pharmaceutical products that people right. are on. I mean, oh, I, that is horrible. I mean, to me, right. I, I like the conversation around body to positivity. I like embracing curves. I, I think that's very important. I'm proud <laughs> that we're going in that direction. So I know you don't agree with that, but there to is what, one area that I, I agree. I could show you some people I don't think you should be proud of. Well. Because, okay, but we'll, we've had that discussion. Go ahead. Pharmaceutical, I agree. That is a huge problem. I think that people are, people don't know how to cope. They don't know how to self-soothe because they're constantly given a Band-Aid in the form of a Xanax or an Ambien. And it's horrible. That to me is heartbreaking because when you can't escape the grips of that, oftentimes it can lead to addiction and, you know, oh, worsening the symptoms that you're trying to cure. So that yeah. to me is the bigger issue and more heartbreaking because I don't think people always know what they're getting themselves into. And addiction is something that you can't escape that. Like you, you don't know if you, if you get, if you are going through high school and you know, you dabble in X, Y, and Z, even alcohol, like I always consider it kind of a miracle when you don't become, when you're not an addict and I have addiction in my family and various people. So I think that's why I'm more sensitive to it. But I do feel like a lot of people don't understand the fear that they should have before dabbling in any drug or alcohol or whatnot. And then when it's prescribed from a doctor supposed to have your back, you would assume that they have the best intention, but they don't always. Well, I mean, I don't know if you followed the story about the opiates and the, the Sackler family who was sold OxyContin. They're, I think they're... they're pharmaceutical company billions and billions of dollars and they had to pay billions and billions of dollars um, because they were caught doing what they were doing which is basically peddling oxycontin to yeah. people uh, and you know they call it the hillbilly heroin right yeah and i mean have you ever like broken a bone or something or Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you have? No, I haven't, but I oh. know where you're going with the conversation. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, there are yeah. times when, you know, you can mangle yourself so badly that you really do need... Right. You know... But, totally, totally. But it's very easy to get hooked on them. 100%. And they should only be given out for, like, the... You know that, that chart 
uh, you've been in a hospital room and they have a chart on the wall of so that the nurse you can point to your pain level it's one to ten yep yeah so yeah then, and you know like if a, they, if a, a cartoon head of the person in like right. a ten he's like screaming and you know yeah it's yeah just, yeah so you know it's very hard to know who's a pussy and who's not. I mean, some Marine might be really at an eight and he points to two because he can take it. Right. And somebody else is barely feeling it and says it's a nine. Yeah, or they want to get what they know that they can get if they go to the guy with the eyes. Exactly. (laughs) No, exactly. But, you know, it's very easy just to point to the bulging eyes guy. Nobody questioned you and they have really no way of knowing and then gives you the OxyContin and that's when the heartaches begin. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's sad. I mean, that's sad. Some people, I don't know. Some people know exactly what they're getting themselves into. I don't think that every. I don't think that a lot of people do, though. But I don't know that. Well, and that's why this family was forced to pay billions of dollars because right. they, they, the the jury, I guess it was a jury. Yeah, um, saw it that. Well. I guess they said there's some responsibility people have, but this company also took advantage of people in a way that you couldn't really expect people to defend against. You're in the hospital, you're in pain, it's a doctor. Right. You know, um, and the, the doctors are complicit in it too. I mean, somebody has to write the prescription. Right. But, but they judged in that situation, you're pretty vulnerable. Yeah. So I understood that award very well. I mean, I think they they should have actually hit him harder. Nobody went to jail. Mm. But, you know, a lot of people are dying in the, you know, already have. I mean, it's something, I don't know, this number may be wrong, but something like 70 to 100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's way more than like lots of things that we pay a lot more attention to. That's so true. And I think even aside from that, some people are just, you know, functioning drug addicts. And that's, hell on earth too like people that are just completely hooked maybe they're not you know it's not they're not too far gone yeah, but they're no. suffering every day because they're completely beholden to these pills yeah. that they yes. that, that, that that's the thing it's like i think that yes you have to manage your pain of course but um you have to understand that you're like on a very slippery slope because i don't I, to me i don't think addiction the addiction doesn't really like pick you know they're not, it's not going to pick favorites it's not going to pick people that they're not that it's not going to have its hold on. It's it's scary. It's like, and it's a real thing, but I don't think people know enough about it. I mean, it. There's, there's two movies that stand out that are football movies, North Dallas 40. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah. It was in the 70s. It's great. I'm, I'm sure your boyfriend has seen that yeah. one. Yeah, yes, of I course. Mean, and it's fantastic. It, it just, outside of football, it's just really well made. Um, Nick Nolte, Mac Davis, it's really good. So, and then Oliver Stone made a... Um, movie in the 90s i think it was called any given sunday oh yeah yes al pacino was the coach right yeah cameron diaz was the team owner and yeah um both movies have prominent themes in it about what they're giving the players when they get hurt how they're lying to them how the players are coping right you know yeah Oh, yeah. It's cool. a lot about needles and pills and, you know, the the choices they make them make between, like, are you a team player? Are you going to get back in there? Horrible. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, there's been progress from that. But, you know, I yes. think, you know, whether you're getting your wisdom teeth out or you break a bone or you, or you break multiple bones, I think that sometimes people, if they don't know what they're getting themselves into, they, they don't know. And 
I don't, it's, it's violent. There's no, there's no way you can have these um, muscular, large men <laughs> run at each other. And I mean, this must worry you. You must yeah. be a little nervous when you watch a game. For oh yeah, oh my god, it's it's horrible. I can't really eat before. Um, knots in my stomach the whole time. Some games are better than worried others. Worried about that? Yeah, worried, worried about yeah. worried about no. anybody getting hurt. If I see anybody getting hurt, whether it's on the, the team that I'm rooting for or the other team, I mean, my my heart sinks because it's scary. Well, and you're going to have to play with pain that. You have to always are making the decision, is this like really damaging or is it just hurt? Yeah. And they, and I think athletes get very good at that. Smart yeah. ones do. Like they're like, yeah, this fucking hurts a lot, but it's not, I can wait till the end of the season. It's not something that's going to get worse. It's just, I'm just going to, every time they bang on it, it's just going to fucking kill me. Yeah. But it's, you know. It, it, yeah, no, I know. I think it's the, mental. It's mind over matter. Absolutely. Well, yes. And adrenaline. You just adrenaline, have, yes. yeah. But you have to love it so much that you're willing to put up with that pain. 100%, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to have that job. No. Well, sounds like that's a very serious relationship. Then, if you're if you're that nervous about somebody, there's certain ways. I always think of like how you know it's serious, and that certainly is one when you're worried. Well, when you're worried about the other person, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And the other way is like, can you watch a movie together? Yeah, I ask a lot of questions, but he's fine with that at this point. During the movie. Well, sometimes I'll just be like, I just talk a lot. What can See, I say? This, it's so funny you mentioned that because this is exactly the, what I was thinking of. When you watch a movie, no, really. First of all, well, two things. First, <laughs> it's important that you want to watch the same movies generally. Oh, yeah, God, yep. If it's a, if it's a situation with your partner where it's like, okay, I'll watch this one for you and then you watch this one for me, get out of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's never going to work. You don't yeah. have enough in common. You're just horse trading <laughs> well, i don't know why because other things are good but yeah. get out yeah if you yeah. do want to watch the same movies generally okay then why you're watching the movie see here's my rule you can talk when they're not talking yeah that the makes people sense on the screen yeah yeah when they're talking you can't talk because like and i've had girls say to me I can do both. I can I can hear what they're saying. I think and we talk. really can as I women. I think women can. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can genuinely Einstein, hear great. two things at once. I, I think. Yeah. I really can. No, I, I could I'm be having a conversation with you. I'm the first to you're here. smarter than me in this regard. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're a smart girl. I'm not surprised you can do this, but I can't. So I'm saying it's like we're watching TV together. We're never even met. But like <laughs> you're filling in for every woman I've had this argument with. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When well, they it's not only are women. talking, you don't talk. It's not every woman. <laughs> then when they stop talking, when there's just a scene where they're walking along a bridge or something and the music, then you can talk. So he doesn't really care. The thing about him is he usually falls asleep like five minutes into every movie. So, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. It doesn't matter. He goes to bed at like eight, wakes up at six. It's very, oh, wow. very easy for me. I get to watch whatever I want. There's no like, I get to What do you want to watch? You just... You know, the only problem is maybe if he snores and I have to just whack him with a pillow or something. But besides that, I get to work, watch whatever I want. Maybe you should be with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) That poor guy. No. I love him. 
He was on this, right? He was on this. Yeah. He's my favorite football player. Do you know uh, Huberman? What's I don't remember his first name, but he has a podcast called Huberman Lab. You would like it. You should listen to it because it's all about health and stuff. And I'm always curious. I'm, did he get a vaccine? That's my, my favorite subject. Yeah. Oh, and you I should listen to it. You would really like it. But that you, that's a big subject for you too, right? I mean, you're interested the, in, well, do you know, you know, anything that makes you healthier. Wellness, I know they call it. Yeah. I would say for me, I'm more... I'm more men- mental health for me is more of a focus than uh, physical health. I, I mean, I like I was saying before, like, I feel like I'm pretty lucky and I do like to work out because it makes me feel good. I'm working out because of my mental, the, the way that it helps my mental state, not necessarily because I feel like I want to have a six pack, if that makes sense. So I do a lot of I do a lot of self work. Um, I love like I meditate, I do a ton of journaling, I read all the books, like I try to, I try to, to work on that stuff because I feel like, you know, happiness is an inside job, which I, which, you know, is like (laughs) such a cliche, but it really is. It really is. Meaning when you say that you, you mean like you can decide to be happy as opposed to. That's a good, that's a good question. Is that what you mean by that? No, I mean, I mean that, I mean that happiness comes from within it's not going to be when i finally get my oscar because you said i'm a good actress it's not going to it's not really going to happen when that external validation comes to my doorstep it's going to happen when i've learned to i've learned to kind of address the way i relate to things in my external world like my relationship with the things that i want my relationship with the things that i have my relationship with the things that have happened to me in the past like how do i feel about this how has this affected me where do right. i how do i want to react to this how is this person triggering me why is it triggering me like right. you know those kind of questions and that's why i work out too i mean yes aesthetically it looks better too but like as far as gravity and stuff goes, but I think it's also really important because it makes you feel good and makes you feel like you can take on the day as opposed to feeling depressed and I I need to ask myself more of those, that little list of questions you had. Yeah. I don't, I think you got that down better than I do. I, I think I need to ask like, what is it? Why is this triggering me? And <laughs> like, you know, I feel like just at, I'm yeah. almost about to be 67. I feel like I'm, only now, like, getting in touch a little with my unconscious, like, realizing how powerful the unconscious is. And, right. like, how, but because it's the unconscious, it's like, you don't, I was never sort of aware of it. And now I'm noticing, like, in dreams and stuff, like, oh, okay. I, like, I had a dream here where, like, <laughs> I'm sitting here doing this, and we've lost my pot, and no one can find it. Oh. I, I, I swear to God, I just That's a nightmare. It's <laughs> not a dream. Did you wake up in a hot sweat? <laughs> exactly. And I realized, like, it was my unconscious fear that, like, I can't do anything without marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> which right. Is a pretty good fear because I can't. <laughs> well, maybe that was your subconscious or your little guardian angel <sighs> trying to tell you that you are. Uh, Hooked. Yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I didn't know what to say. That's ridiculous. No. No, people have said that to me before. They said you're addicted to marijuana, and I tell them every time See, I've been smoking yeah. for 43 years. If I was addicted, wouldn't you know by now? <laughs> no. I love that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not an everyday smoker. Okay. Um, what? How, how often do you smoke? Oh, like uh, 
three times a week. Yeah. This is the most. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just because I, you know, I love. I mean, it's you know, I used to sit here at club. Do you like Club Random, by the way? Isn't it's it very random. Cool? I, I love it, the pool exactly. table. I love pool. I have a pool table in my house, actually. It's kind of um, cool, though, isn't it? It is cool. Yeah. I, I'm all for the pot, though. I think my parents hotbox their room like every night. My is dad right? grows weed. Yeah. Really, I, I understand that. Uh, you know, I mean. We have, on the surface, so little in common. One thing I love about doing this show, and I was starting to say, is to come here and <laughs> do the smoke pot long before we put it on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is sort of like who exactly I am and what my life is. But this is just right. even better because, like, I mean, I have a lot of great friends and we would do this, but, like, now, I mean, I've, I've seen you a lot. I mean, TMZ, by the way, this is why you tell your agent you should be in the Marvel movie is because, like, they see you as a star. TMZ has you on all the time. They see don't cover people. everybody like that. They don't. Mm. It's interesting. You, I mean... One of those guys over there must like me. Maybe they're... I think it's a consensus. They, I think that... I mean, look, I happen to have become very good friends with Harvey Levin. I love him. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like my soulmate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I've known him for a long time. So I mean, I, and I, and yeah, I love that show. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. They actually, once in a while, branch in off from just celebrity gossip. They cover issues. But they cover like the things. It gives me a good idea of like what the average American, what is getting on their radar. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is political, you know. Right. Zelensky and you. Right, <laughs> that right. has to be something yeah. that makes it sort of. Well, show. he's a movie star, don't forget. He's what? He's a movie star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you yeah, been? You're right. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no, I forgot what we were talking about. That's TMZ and you like it. Oh, yeah, TMZ. <laughs> they cover you yeah. like a star. Oh. That's what you should tell your agent because, like, I'm telling you, they don't do that to a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people they could potentially cover. The fact that they do it with you, I think, so, anyway... Well, thanks. The Marvel movie, but that even that was like a tangent of something else. I, I was... think the title of this should be <laughs> Olivia Culpo for the next Marvel movie, and we can just start campaigning. Right. And that's how you get things. Right. It's all about who you know. <laughs> well, stranger things have happened. I'm I, I'm actually surprised they haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> well, I will. But you know write what? that down and let my agents know. At some point, like for example, um, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Wonder. Wonder Woman, right? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Wonder Woman. That's what she was. <laughs> I still have a hard time. And I, I really don't see any of these movies. I mean, a long time ago, I watched a few of them, and they all have the same story, origin story. And like, and the one that they hated the most was Catwoman, and was the only one I liked. Because it was the same story, but Halle Berry was smoking hot in it. Oh, well, that so that was the one before, because the newer one was with... Isn't it right. With, yeah. I saw that one, too. Oh, God, that was... I mean, like... <sighs> Is there no joy in Gotham? Everything is always just so... Uh, no matter who they get to play Batman, uh, he yeah. talks like this and the city's falling. Really? He no needs to lay having, off it's, the it's, smoking. <laughs> See? That's a real problem in this country. I'm just kidding. No. I don't judge smoking. But I mean, anyway, I have a lot of I was, but anyway. The original point was I do love to uh, smoke pot and talk with somebody interesting. I've seen you and seen you covered that way on TMZ. So I'm glad you accepted my offer to be here. I really appreciate it. I know you've got a million things going and you don't need this. 
Oh, well, and, thanks. Well, and I'm sure random. your publicist was like, well, you don't want to sit down with him. He's a crazy pothead. He couldn't say anything. And I did. And you're fine. <laughs> Look, I'm alive. You're alive. I would just like to and say this. Did, it's not a reflection of who I really no, am. I'm just kidding. No. Um, no. Yeah, great, this this was fun. I mean, it is random. It That's is what makes random. It fun. I know, exactly. Yeah. But I'm glad I got to know you. And you're gonna, you're gonna, your career is gonna do great in your 30s. Thank you. Um, if you want to go in that direction, or you could be hosting the evening news when you're 40. I don't know, but I know, I, I know, I'll be seeing you around. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. I'm sorry about the call. It wasn't that bad. I actually really wasn't that cold. Were you just like freezing? I was shivering at one point. <laughs>